Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planetin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor. We are on chapter 42, the beginning of week eight in my Psych 100 journey at Queen's University. This is all about adolescence, so let's get started. Adolescent development. This is open courseware, by the way. It is easily accessible online to anyone who wants to read along. Adolescence is a period that begins with puberty and ends with the transition to adulthood, approximately ages 10 to 20. Physical changes associated with puberty are triggered by hormones. Cognitive changes include improvements in complex and abstract thought, as well as development that can happen at different rates in distinct parts of the brain and increases adolescence propensity for risky behavior because increases in sensation seeking and reward motivation precede increases in cognitive control. Adolescents' relationships with parents go through a period of redefinition in which adolescents become more autonomous and aspects of parenting, such as distal monitoring and psychological control, become more salient. Peer relationships are important sources of support and companionship during adolescence, yet can also promote problem behaviors. Same-sex peer groups evolve into mixed-sex peer groups, and adolescents' romantic relationships tend to emerge from these groups. Identity formation occurs as adolescents explore and commit to different roles and ideological positions. Nationality, gender, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, religious background, sexual orientation, and genetic factors shape how adolescents behave and how others respond to them and are sources of diversity in adolescence. The learning objectives to keep in the back of your mind as you listen or watch along on YouTube are to describe major features of physical, cognitive, and social development during adolescence. Understand why adolescence is a period of heightened risk-taking and be able to explain sources of diversity in adolescent development. As mentioned, I am a student, not a teacher. I'm sharing my learning journey with you, so I hope you're enjoying it because this subject is truly fascinating wherever you are and whoever you are. So let's get started. Adolescence defined. Adolescence is often characterized as a period of transformation, primarily in terms of physical, cognitive, and social relational change. Adolescence is a developmental stage that has been defined as starting with puberty and ending with the transition to adulthood. Adolescence has evolved historically with evidence indicating that this stage is lengthening as individuals start puberty earlier and transition to adulthood later than in the past. Puberty today begins on average at age 10 to 11 years for girls and 11 to 12 years for boys. This average age of onset has decreased gradually over time since the 19th century by three to four months per decade, which has been attributed to a range of factors including better nutrition, obesity, increased father absence, and other environmental factors. Completion of formal education, financial independence from parents, marriage, and parenthood have all been markers of the end of adolescence and beginning of adulthood. And all of these transitions happen, on average, later now than in the past. 
In fact, the prolonging of adolescence has prompted the introduction of a new developmental period called emerging adulthood that captures these developmental changes out of adolescence and into adulthood, occurring from approximately ages 18 to 29. This module will outline changes that occur during adolescence in three domains, physical, cognitive, and social. Within the social domain, changes in relationships with parents, peers, and remarked partners will be considered. Next, the module turns to adolescents' psychological and behavioral adjustment, including identity formation, aggression, and antisocial behavior, anxiety, and depression, and academic achievement. Finally, the module summarizes sources of diversity in adolescents' experiences and development. Physical changes. Physical changes of puberty mark the onset of adolescence. For both boys and girls, these changes include a growth spurt in height, growth of hair, and skin changes. Boys also experience growth in facial hair and deepening of their voice. Girls experience breast development and begin menstruating. These puberty changes are driven by hormones, particularly an increase in testosterone for boys and estrogen for girls. Cognitive changes. Major changes in the structure and functioning of the brain occur during adolescence and result in cognitive and behavioral development. Cognitive changes during adolescence include a shift from concrete to more abstract and complex thinking. Such changes are fostered by improvements during adolescence in attention, memory, processing speed, and metacognition, the ability to think about thinking and therefore make better use of strategies like mnemonic devices that can improve thinking. Early in adolescence, changes in the brain's dopaminergic system contribute to increases in adolescence sensation-seeking and reward motivation. Later in adolescence, the brain's cognitive control centers in the prefrontal cortex develop, increasing adolescence self-regulation and future orientation. The difference in timing of the development of these different regions of the brain contributes to more risk-taking during middle adolescence because adolescents are motivated to seek thrills that sometimes come from riskier behavior, such as reckless driving, smoking, or drinking, and have not yet developed the cognitive control to resist impulses or focus equally on the potential risks. One of the world's leading experts on adolescent development, Lawrence Steinberg, likens this to engaging a powerful engine before the braking system is in place. The result is that adolescents are more prone to risky behaviors than our children or adults. Social changes. We begin with parents. Although peers take on a greater importance during adolescence, family relationships remain important too. One of the key changes during adolescence involves a renegotiation of parent-child relationships. As adolescents strive for more independence and autonomy during this time, different aspects of parenting become more salient. For example, parents' distal supervision and monitoring become more important as adolescents spend more time away from parents and in the presence of peers. 
Parental monitoring encompasses a wide range of behaviors such as parents' attempts to set rules and know their adolescents' friends, activities, and whereabouts, in addition to adolescents' willingness to disclose information to their parents. Psychological control, which involves manipulation and intrusion into adolescents' emotional and cognitive world through invalidating adolescents' feelings and pressuring them to think in particular ways, is another aspect of parenting that becomes more salient during adolescence and is related to more problematic adolescent adjustment. Next is peers. Peer relationships are a big part of adolescent development. The influence of peers can be both positive and negative as adolescents experiment together with identity formation and new experiences. As children become adolescents, they usually begin spending more time with their peers and less time with their families, and these peer interactions are increasingly unsupervised by adults. Children's notions of friendship often focus on shared activities, whereas adolescents' notions of friendship increasingly focus on intimate exchanges of thoughts and feelings. During adolescence, peer groups evolve from primarily single-sex to mixed-sex. Adolescents within a peer group tend to be similar to one another in behavior and attitudes, which has been explained as being a function of homophily. Adolescents who are similar to one another choose to spend time together in a birds-of-a-feather, flock-together kind of way. And influence. Adolescents who spend time together shape each other's behavior and attitudes. One of the most widely studied aspects of adolescence peer influence is known as deviant peer contagion, which is the process by which peers reinforce problem behavior by laughing or showing other signs of approval that then increase the likelihood of future problem behavior. Peers can serve both positive and negative functions during adolescence. Negative peer pressure can lead adolescents to make riskier decisions or engage in more problematic behavior than they would alone or in the presence of their family. For example, adolescents are more likely to drink alcohol, use drugs, and commit crimes when they are with their friends than when they are alone or with their family. However, peers also serve as an important source of social support and companionship during adolescence, and adolescents with positive peer relationships are happier and better adjusted than those who are socially isolated or have conflicted peer relationship. Crowds are an emerging level of peer relationships in adolescence. In contrast to friendships, which are reciprocal dietic relationships and cliques, which refer to groups of individuals who interact frequently, crowds are characterized more by shared reputations or images than actual interactions. These crowds reflect different prototypic identities, such as jocks or brains otherwise known as nerds, and are often linked with adolescents' social status and peers' perception of their values or behaviors. Romantic relationships. Adolescence is the development period which romantic relationships typically first emerge. Initially, same-sex peer groups that were common during childhood expand into mixed-sex peer groups that are more characteristics of adolescents. 
romantic relationships often form in the context of these mixed-sex peer groups. Although romantic relationships during adolescence are often short-lived rather than long-term committed partnerships, their importance should not be minimized. Adolescents spend a great deal of time focused on romantic relationships, and their positive and negative emotions are more tied to romantic relationships, or lack thereof, than to friendships, family relationships, or school. Romantic relationships contribute to adolescents' identity formation, changes in family and peer relationships, and adolescents' emotional and behavioral adjustment. Furthermore, romantic relationships are centrally connected to adolescents' emerging sexuality. Parents, policymakers, and researchers have devoted a great deal of attention to adolescent sexuality, in large part because of concerns related to sexual intercourse, contraception, and preventing teen pregnancies. However, sexuality involves more than this narrow focus. For example, adolescence is often when individuals who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender come to perceive themselves as such. Thus, romantic relationships are a domain in which adolescents experiment with new behaviors and identities. Behavioral and Psychological Adjustment Identity Formation Theories of adolescent development often focus on identity formation as a central issue. For example, in Eric Erickson's 1968 classic theory of developmental stages, identity formation was heightened as the primary indicator of successful development during adolescence, in contrast to role confusion, which would be an indicator of not successfully meeting the task of adolescence. Marcia in 1966 described identity formation during adolescence as involving both decision points and commitments with respect to ideologies, for example, religion and politics, and occupations. He described four identity statuses, before closure, identity diffusion, moratorium, and identity achievement. Foreclosure occurs when an individual commits to an identity without exploring options. Identity diffusion occurs when adolescents neither explore nor commit to any identities. Moratorium is a state in which adolescents are actively exploring options but have not yet made commitments. Identity achievement occurs when individuals have explored different options and then made identity commitments. Building on this work, other researchers have investigated more specific aspects of identity. For example, in 1989, Finney proposed a model of ethnic identity development that included stages of unexplored ethnic identity, ethnic identity search, and achieved ethnic identity. Aggression and Antisocial Behavior Several major theories of the development of antisocial behavior treat adolescence as an important period. In 1982, Patterson's early versus late starter model of the development of aggression and antisocial behavior distinguishes youth whose antisocial behavior begins during childhood, early starters, versus adolescence, late starters. According to the theory, early starters are at greater risk for long-term antisocial behavior that extends into adulthood than are late starters. Late starters who become antisocial during adolescence are theorized to experience poor parental monitoring and supervision. 
aspects of parenting that become more salient during adolescence. Poor monitoring and lack of supervision contribute to increasing involvement with deviant pairs, which in turn promotes adolescents' own antisocial behavior. Late starters desist from antisocial behavior when changes in the environment make other options more appealing. Similarly, Moffitt's study in 1993, a life course persistent versus adolescent limited model, distinguishes between antisocial behavior that begins in childhood versus adolescence. Moffitt regards adolescence limited antisocial behavior as resulting from a maturity gap between adolescents' dependence on and control by adolescents and their desire to demonstrate their freedom from adult constraint. However, as they continue to develop and legitimate adult roles and privileges become available to them, there are fewer incentives to engage in antisocial behavior, leading to desistance in these antisocial behaviors. Anxiety and depression. Developmental models of anxiety and depression also treat adolescence as an important period, especially in terms of the emergence of gender differences in the prevalence rates that persist through adulthood. Starting in early adolescence, compared with males, females have rates of anxiety that are about twice as high and rates of depression that are one and a half to three times as high. Although the rates vary across specific anxiety and depression diagnosis, rates for some disorders are markedly higher in adolescence than in childhood or adulthood. For example, prevalence rates for specific phobias are about 5% in children and 3 to 5% in adults, but 16% in adolescents. Anxiety and depression are particularly concerning because suicide is one of the leading causes of death during adolescence. Developmental models of focus on interpersonal contexts in both childhood and adolescence that foster depression and anxiety. Family adversities such as abuse and parental psychopathology during childhood sets the stage for social and behavior problems during adolescence. Adolescents with such problems generate stress in their relationships, for example, by resolving conflict poorly and excessively seeking reassurance, and select into more maladaptive social contacts, for example, misery loves company scenarios in which depressed youth select other depressed youths as friends, and then frequently co-ruminate as they discuss their problems, exacerbating negative effects and stress. These processes are intensified for girls compared with boys because girls have more relationship-oriented goals related to intimacy and social approval, leaving them more vulnerable to disruption in these relationships. Anxiety and depression then exacerbate problems in social relationships which in turn contribute to the stability of anxiety and depression over time. Academic achievement. Adolescents spend more waking time in school than in any other context. Academic achievement during adolescence is predicted by interpersonal, for example, parental engagement in adolescence education, intrapersonal, for example, intrinsic motivation, and institutional. For example, the school quality. These are all factors. Academic achievement is important in its own right as a marker of positive adjustment during adolescence, but also because academic achievement sets the stage for future education on occupational opportunities. 
the most serious consequence of school failure, particularly dropping out of school, is the high risk of unemployment or underemployment in adulthood that follows. High achievement can set the stage for college or future vocational training and opportunities. Diversity. Adolescent development does not necessarily follow the same pathway for all individuals. Certain features of adolescence, particularly with respect to biological changes associated with puberty and cognitive changes associated with brain development, are relatively universal. But other features of adolescence depend largely on circumstances that are more environmentally variable. For example, adolescents growing up in one country might have different opportunities for risk-taking than adolescents in a different country, and supports and sanctions for different behaviors in adolescents depend on laws and values that might be specific to where adolescents live. Likewise, different cultural norms regarding family and peer relationships shape adolescents' experiences in these domains. For example, in some countries, adolescents' parents are expected to retain control over major decisions, whereas in other countries, adolescents are expected to begin sharing in or taking control of decision-making. Even within the same country, adolescents' gender, ethnicity, immigrant status, religion, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, and personality can shape both how adolescents behave and how others respond to them creating diverse developmental contexts for different adolescents. For example, early puberty, that which occurs before most other peers have experienced puberty, appears to be associated with worse outcomes for girls than boys, likely in part because girls who enter puberty early tend to associate with older boys, which in turn is associated with early sexual behavior and substance abuse. For adolescents who are ethnic or sexual minorities, discrimination sometimes presents a set of challenges that non-minorities do not face. Finally, genetic variations contribute to an additional source of diversity in adolescence. Current approaches emphasize gene-x-environment interactions, which often follow a differential susceptibility model. That is, particular genetic variations are considered riskier than others, but genetic variations also can make adolescents more or less susceptible to environmental factors. For example, the association between the CHRM2 genotype and adolescent externalized behavior, aggression and delinquency, has been found in adolescents whose parents are low in monitoring behaviors. Thus, it is important to bear in mind that individual differences play an important role in adolescent development. Conclusion. Adolescent development is characterized by biological, cognitive, and social changes. Social changes are particularly notable as adolescents become more autonomous from their parents, spend more time with their peers, and begin exploring romantic relationships and sexuality. Adjustment during adolescence is reflected in identity formation, which often involves a period of exploration, followed by commitments to particular identities. Adolescence is characterized by risky behavior, which is made more likely by changes in the brain, in which reward processing centers develop more rapidly than cognitive control system, 
making adolescents more sensitive to rewards than to possible negative consequences. Despite these generalizations, factors such as country of residence, gender, ethnicity, and sexual orientation shape development in ways that lead to diversity of experiences across adolescents. Well, we're just a bunch of crazy robots when we're adolescents, aren't we? <laughs> it's like it's like the brain is morphing, the body is morphing. It's like everything's being pulled in different directions. And, you know, you're trying to go to school and you're trying to focus and you're trying to understand human nature and you're trying to understand why that person did what they did. And it's it's amazing how complicated us humans really are and how important how important it is to just be able to develop in a positive manner and live a more inspired life. If you like the show, share it with someone you know. And if you know an adolescent who maybe needs to read this chapter to understand what's going on, share it with them or, you know, give me a, a comment and I will post it on social media with your favorite hashtag. I'll see you in the next chapter.